0: what's up everybody welcome to the get the bag podcast episode six i'm your host Claudia castro got my co-host tim park what's up tim
1: (laughs) hey what's up what's up
0: so everybody this is a live show so please post your questions uh in the chat we'll make some time at the end of the show to you know do some q a but man tim i i don't think the audience is ready man
1: no, like, they're not ready for this one. what's for,
0: one. for today. Um, so today's episode, we're talking about women changing the real estate game. Women killing it. I'm super excited because you already know, Tim, women rule the world. Like, as hey, be real. I already
1: know. <clears throat> I'm married to one, so you know. <laughs> all right,
0: all right. Yeah, yeah. So we, we know what's up. But fact is we have two super special guests joining us today. Real estate queens. Uh, I believe they both met in the end of... 2020 on clubhouse you remember clubhouse yes. Tim? you still yeah. use yeah
1: hey clubhouse? hey i got it i still have it on my app so it's as Me an too. app I'm, so I'm li- i was good. a little
0: obsessed you remember those days when you need an invitation oh, i remember and I an remember. iphone like i remember the android peeps being hella pissed uh <laughs> fun times uh well <clears> these <throat> ladies met and never looked back they're successful in their own right real estate broker uh investors business owners real estate agents but like th- you name it. They're doing they've amazing done things. It.
1: Like they've They're amazing.
0: Yeah. But they decided to join forces and founded Women in Real Estate, also known as WIRE, uh, with a mission make every woman a successful woman in real estate. And I stand with that. Plus, they're dog lovers. Uh, yes. I have a dog myself. We're, we have, both have dogs. Um, so, without further ado, please welcome Kalani Blackwell and Brittany. Rose, welcome.
1: Hey,
0: hey,
2: hey, hey! Wait, so you really did your research with that <laughs> introduction? Yeah, yeah, I totally did. did.
0: your
3: research? Yeah. If I had known, I wouldn't put my dogs away. I would just let them. You'd hear them clicking around the house. <laughs> I, know,
0: I lock my dog out too. He, he
3: gets super It comes same.
2: with. It
1: is.
3: Dogs come with us
0: hundred percent. Yes, you most definitely. Dog, you can't get with you me. You gotta go. We can yeah. have an episode on just dogs. Right? I know, right? We, we don't deserve dogs. They're way better. I know. Hey. That's why. I'm, that's why I be telling people like they're. Yeah, they're. they're the hey, best. I
1: got my little homie over here on the. You know, <laughs> on the, on the on pillow. A, a pillow. right?
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I
3: feel well, like I need pillows with my dogs on
0: them. I know. Uh, well, again, just want to thank you, ladies, so much for coming on. I know you guys are super busy. It, but making time for uh, to chat with us, really appreciate it. So thank you guys so much for hopping on. Um, it's so crazy because I started my real estate journey back in October of 2020, and like that's around the time Clubhouse kind of started. Um, and like one of the first rooms, I think, was you guys were on the stage. And I remember being like, I can mess with these ladies. Like, they know what they're talking about. Oh. And to, like, you guys are like, no, we don't. Uh, be, <laughs> a, here, <laughs> be here a year later, almost a little over a year, to interview you guys, I was just like, wow, it feels like super full circle. So yeah. it's yeah. all up in my feels today. Good. Yeah. We, we,
2: we normalize that. Yeah. people don't normalize that enough, especially in like professional conversations mm-hmm. um, and in the workplace. But we are normalizing what that looks like. So first of all, I did not know that you were following women in real estate for this long because mm-hmm. now it has come full circle because I've been seeing you work. I see you post your reels and your content and I'm like, go ahead, as you should you know. That's what's up. Yeah,
0: why not? It's representation. I'm sure you know. We'll we'll dig a little deeper into that. But I was like, there's nobody out there, or at least like, there's people out there like us. But to put myself, there's always somebody in in a similar situation as I was, and to share what I'm doing, like, Mm -hmm. why not? Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I actually saw you guys at Houston. So um, during the Generation Wealth Tour. So that was like my exposure to you. And that's kind of where G and I kind of um, just really bonded and, um, you know, cemented our friendship and and our professional um, working relationship. And um, you guys held your own on that stage. And it was it was was really powerful to see. And I love that. I love that. So
2: Thank you. Well, and I have to give you all kudos, too, right, because people on Clubhouse and, you know, whatever. You see these influencers and it's like, how do I get a part of that circle? How do I get a part of that circle? Well, you guys created your own tribe yeah. within your community.
4: Mm-hmm. And that
2: support system literally is like, can be make or break for some people. I think it can be make or break for big. everyone, honestly. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we, we, we come heavy. Uh Shout out to you. Uh, yeah, shout we're out always, to we're you. Always, shout out to Chris, man. Yeah, Chris. Guys, the GOAT.
1: Exactly. So I, um, I want to
2: know when you talk to Chris, why don't you ask him why he hasn't brought women in real estate in front of the U yet? Ooh, make sure you ask
0: ooh, him. a great question. That's a great question. Yeah, tired. I, will, I, will, I will. I will give him a really hard time. And be like, What's up?
1: <laughs> yeah, you guys need to be that's a guest on, uh, on. I'll
0: just bring you guys. I'll just that's give you it. guys a Zoom link you're and
2: right next meeting there you go and just like, i'm to a here. couple i hid in the background and a couple of them and i'm like "Huh. i see what you guys are doing here oh yeah <laughs> yeah we packed the heat
0: mm-hmm. that's,
1: that's awesome so
0: i can see the comments this is cool yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
1: So, um, as you know, we did our background on you guys a little bit. We did some um, cyber intelligence, you, as, as we would say here. So, we know that both of your mothers um, were realtors, right? So you, Whoa, kind of, you,
3: you guys really did your research. Uh, yeah. We
1: hey,
3: yeah. We're not today. We're not no, playing. No,
1: we're not. We're not. So, you know, you guys come back. You, you guys come from a real estate background, right? And um, But you guys tried some other things um, prior to getting back into real estate. So what influenced your decision to kind of get back into real estate and uh, later in your careers?
3: Well, for me, real estate, I, I always loved real estate. I feel like I've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like maybe early high school, maybe middle school. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've always been in that kind of mindset. Um, but I created a business in college and that was kind of what I ran with because, you know, you go with what you know. So and that really encouraged me to to stay where I was um, until I had a, a kind of a, a lane to, to follow to go forward because I knew I didn't really necessarily want to just be a realtor. I knew it, for me it was about creating wealth and about helping others create wealth but i wasn't exactly sure how to do that so um clubhouse actually acted as a catalyst to to create a community um to make that happen because the goal is so big i knew i couldn't just do it by myself so that for me was a uh, was the reason why i decided to make the jump to full-time real estate versus full-time just entrepreneur in general
2: right um Sorry, did you wanna have them <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, go uh, ahead. Yeah. I think well, so my first job, well, kind of my second job ever, um, as a, a teenager was as an assistant to my mom in her mm. office and to like five other agents. And this was back when like you had to stack files like paper files and mm-hmm. you had to hole punch them. And like you had, you know, oh, the portfolio. Yeah, I remember somewhere. those days. Oh, I remember. Paper hey, cut central, I yes. said, you oh, know, this is portrait. They can looking back, they really used me. But um, <laughs> I would make sure I would do everything, get everything done so I could go on the tours with them. Right. Um, but too, I think like her mom, being a realtor is where it started. That's a lot of times our, our introduction into real estate, especially if you're not around the investment space, you don't know that it exists. Sure. Um, your introduction to real estate is where you buy your home, how you buy your home. And that's where my mom started, too. And so I just remember being super obsessed with it. And so as I grew, I got into some other things. Um, I'm a creative by nature. I tried to get into the workforce and I just hated it, like mm-hmm. everything about it. I just hated it. I'm like, you know what? I'm too entrepreneurial. I'm too creative. I I can't do this. This is not what I want to do. So I started taking um, my real estate classes in the evening to get my real estate license. And um, I got that, quit my corporate job, like I'm out this thing. And I started working in real estate and I fell in love with real estate. But my introduction into real estate wasn't just from a realtor perspective either. Mm -hmm. I got my start working at a very small firm that I helped scale and grow, um, from a four person operation, Mm -hmm. um, over the course of several years. And that team, we flipped over 500 homes in my time there Mm -hmm. and, uh, did thousands of transactions. We scaled to a full service brokerage. So I got to see the other side of things very, very quickly. And then once you get a taste for that, you understand real estate and investing um, in any capacity, you realize that that's just as big as you can make it. It's as big as you want it to be. Mm. And so eventually I got tired. Like we were working a lot. My name, I wasn't an owner of this company. And I'm like, you know, what? what's next? How do I step into the big leagues? Decided to get into the commercial space. And then through that, obviously the pandemic hit, right. clubhouse happened, we met. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I really think that we started to I figured out what my purpose was. I knew that there weren't very many people that look like me in the space. I knew that there was a need for diversity in the space Mm -hmm. Um, from the most basic, small boutique shop level all the way up to the corporate, commercial, real estate level. um, What was obvious is that we needed diversity. And so when we got on Clubhouse and now I knew I was equipped enough to have these conversations. I had been working Mm. in the space. Mm -hmm. I knew what I was talking about. Really good at what I do. Right. So when I had the opportunity and I, you know, I was given a platform, I'm like, you know what? No one's getting mansplained to not on my stage. We're going to (laughs) make sure people are, you know, stages are being diverse. We're going to make sure women are represented Mm -hmm. and we're going to make sure that they have a space to feel safe and talk about their experiences and grow together. And I don't think either of us knew that women in real estate was going to become what it has become. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so funny that you mentioned that. I was just talking to Tim yesterday Mm where, you know, reviewing our, uh, you know, special case here uh, on you guys. Uh, And I was like, you know, (laughs) listening into your guys's uh, to, you know, your clubhouse uh, being in those rooms. I remember very uh, clearly, I think we're having, we're, there was a stage, you were on it, but there was very few women on it. There were mostly men Mm -hmm. and they were doing a lot of talking and like, you just kind of stood in there. You're like, can we get some women's insides up in here? Can we get some women on the stage? And I was just like, yes,
4: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm not going to get on the stage, but (laughs) yes, (laughs) yes. Yes. Women. Yeah. Get get up there. And like, I just felt like that was that really kind of invokes like what you guys do, like what you guys represent is like, you weren't afraid to be like, all right enough of this these men like yeah yeah y'all y'all cool and all but like we want some more a different perspective mm-hmm. um so kind of like going into that so clubhouse really kind of formed uh women in real estate but like how did that conversation come to place like you guys met clubhouse you guys became bffs you guys are now living together so like what how did that conversation go where you're like yeah we, we're on something like let's let's do this
3: I had to harass the hell out of her. That's what happened. <laughs> That's honestly what happened. We had a back channel chat with um, us and some friends. Um, and we were just like, we need to have a, a women in real estate club, right? I had created a couple of other clubs already. And I was like, I can't run it. Like I can't create another club. Like right. I, you create the club. We'll, we'll work together on it. And um." And it was like I weeks to the nail. It was I said, weeks. I don't do Kaylani, social media. Did you start the club yet, Kaylani, yeah. Did you start the club yet? That's true. <laughs> right, right. And then finally, when we did, it just it was completely like, It blew up. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was meant to be created. It needed to be created. The need was so clear. The support was so strong. Mm. There is, I mean, no doubt that this was something that the market needs. And I'll say not just on Clubhouse, like
4: mm-hmm.
3: in general, I'm I'm really tired of the boys club. And in yes. every yes. picture, <laughs> in every room, on mm-hmm. every stage, there are it, it is very male dominated, and there are women yes. in this industry that will run circles around some of these men, and they're not getting recognized. And it's part true. of the reason they're not getting recognized is because we're taught as women that you know be humble. You know, yes, mm-hmm. I I definitely fight myself on that. Um, I think Keilani does a really good job of like being very vocal, but yes. it's something that I really struggle with. Um, Same. And, and we shouldn't, we should. Uh, yeah.
2: We've literally yeah. been cropped out of photos. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no.
0: All right. N-uh. What's the tag? What's, what's really?
2: <laughs> we're not, we won't name names today. <laughs> today. Okay. All right.
0: After. After. Yeah. We'll have a conversation after. That's
2: so funny but you no, mentioned we're like that. Cropped out of photos. Like we've gone to places, gone to these events, gone to these really cool places and masterminds that we've been invited to. Right. And then people put it on social media. And then it's like, because we're the only women in a group. Or we're asked
3: to take the pictures. Oh, okay. No, that's That's always a good one.
1: See, so this is, I mean, this rolls into our next question. Like, how do you guys navigate those waters within this, you know, kind of male dominated industry? And I know that you guys have done um, an amazing job of vocalizing, like, especially when you're in those rooms. Like, I saw it. Firsthand in Houston, right? So you gotta, you, you're on stage and you put put them in their place a little bit, right? And you know because you, it's because it's needed because you guys, you know, are, are alphas there and you know females there, and um, y- you guys are gonna be you, you <clears throat> excuse me, you got to be outspoken. And um, I feel like they've um, come to a situation where um, it needs to be spread more, right? Your voice needs to be spread more. So
0: yeah, and to add to that too, I so I still have a nine to five. I'm in the tech industry, so I'm, I work with engineers, and it's the same thing there. So we can we can talk about diversity in different industries. Oh yeah, definitely. and even not just women, but like women of color. Hmm. And like I I'm fortunate. I work at a company where we're really diverse, and I'm, I'm I lead the charge on like a pro, the product team, um, and I'm the only woman woman of color in that group. And so I'm like, I have the control to change, to influence that. So Mm -hmm. um, just kind of be like representation really matters where it's like, all right, I'm the lone soul here. Like what, what can I do? So how, like, how do you guys navigate with the boys club? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I think we
3: have a really good balance because like there's a, a a real, (laughs) Balance to this. Um, I think that we are able to kind of take um, a good cop, bad cop kind of approach. Um, I'm the bad cop. <laughs>
0: oh, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: That's funny.
3: Yeah. Typically, I take the approach of, you know, if my personality. Like, yeah. you know, a little coaxing a little bit suggesting kumbaya. yeah very Let me help you understand mm-hmm. yeah right and Kehlani's like Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh it takes um well first of all we always come to to the table as professionals Right. Like
1: Most definitely.
3: we express our thoughts. They, our stuff is well thought out. She is incredibly attentive to detail. So there is no stone unturned. Um, so I think in that way, we command respect. But then on the other side of things, There's just a social navigation that has to happen to, um, be friendly, but not too friendly, be nice, but not too nice. Like there's, Mm -hmm. there's all of that. It's, it's a juggling act. It is. But again,
2: this is like the polar opposite of Brittany and I, right? Like, so my, my take on it and I had to come to this realization, like I, I'm not playing small anymore to make anybody mm. feel comfortable.
0: Yes, yes.
2: At all. And so the unfortunate thing, fortunate and unfortunate, is as women of color, we don't get the privilege of just getting in rooms and mm. we don't got have to work the, for it. Right. And so mm. now when you get there, what are you going to do with it? Well, now we got to work twice as hard mm. to be the experts <laughs> that we need, right. to, we need to know our shit, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we work really, really hard to not just be the face of this brand. Like we work hard to know exactly what we're talking about um, and to be well-rounded in this real estate space. I've worked tirelessly and I've worked in corporate structures. I've worked under people where I've had to, you know, <sighs> stroke egos I've had mm. to oh, I hate more, that. conform to someone else's environment and mm. I know what type of leader I don't want to be now.
0: Mm. And right.
2: so I think what makes, um, well, I guess to round that point out, no more playing small at mm. this point. When you realize that you are in full control of um, essentially your destiny, <laughs> sure. you have to get out of your own way. And once I realized that once we created Wire and it became the movement that it is, I was like, you know what? Not even for my sake. Well, all of our members' sake. We're leading mm-hmm. sixty thousand plus women or mm-hmm. supporters of women. I don't have. I can't afford mm-hmm. to play small because they deserve the best and mm-hmm. I deserve the best. Right. And so. Now that's, that's just my, that's my thing all the time. I'm not playing small. I know mm-hmm. what I know. I know what I deserve. I understand my worth. And, um, I also know that I'm i I'm always evolving and I'm always a student, but the, the key, I think the difference for us is that we are extremely collaborative. We do not, I do not pretend to be an expert in something that I'm not right. I don't know what I don't know. And right. I'm always creating a, um, we're trying to always create an environment where we're encouraging our members, encouraging Mm -hmm. other women and our supporters, um, to be their best selves and giving them that runway to do that. So if I Mm -hmm. see another woman doing well, I'm applauding that. If there's another program for women, I'm like, how do we work together? There's not this, you know, you know, and I think women have done it for a long time. There's like this competitive nature. It is.
0: It's like instilled. I think there was like what that Beyonce song, um, or who does she have as a quote but it's like you know women are raised as like to be each other's competitors yeah not to, you know and raised to like okay you're you're supposed to uh live up to marriage like that and be you know you be your yeah. husband's sidekick and it's like no uh and I was raised in a Hispanic household so mm-hmm. that was like ingrained in me not necessarily like serve a man but like to comply don't speak out of turn mm-hmm. uh don't be too aggressive and that mm-hmm. took like Brittany was talking about it took a very long time and even then sometimes i'm working on it too where it's like no i need to speak my mind and say what i want to say uh and it it's happening everywhere even like within the you uh we mm-hmm. were dealing where women needed that space in the group because mm-hmm. again men have no problem uh you know, asking questions. And sometimes it can be intimidating for women, Mm -hmm. especially starting out in a new industry, just something like a new world that they don't know. So Mm -hmm. um, uh, we formed Ladies of the U, uh, which is like a side kind of component. And I'm really give props to Chris and like recognizing Mm -hmm. that like, yes, women need that space to feel comfortable to, to ask questions and not be afraid of judgment, and that's kind of like what it leads to. And some of the men were like, "Why can't we have a men of the U?" It's like you don't get it, like you know. And, and um, that word, like, yes. <laughs> right. And Chris is like, "No, no, no." You know, we love you guys, but you know, ladies, right. we we need that, and we need to demand yeah. that. And I'm really proud of like the women that like formed that because, yeah. um, it's it's very much needed.
2: It is, and that's what I when men make comments like that, like you already live in a world that's created. They don't get it for your it's fine success right they don't mm-hmm. they don't it's get it so and the thing too is you have to pay attention to like who you're getting answers from right,
1: right. so right.
2: as a woman if i'm asking questions about wholesaling and someone's like go door knock
4: mm-hmm. right. yeah exactly <laughs> right right, right.
3: I mean, you can as a woman you can but it's probably not the like your for first right, right. That, you right how are you being safe? How are
2: you protecting yourself? Who are you taking with you? Do you need to do it in a group? Do you need to, what areas do you target? Where are you most safe? Like those things, those are things to consider. Those are and, things to consider.
1: and guys don't think of that. Like, just to be honest, like they don't think that pers- on that perspective, right. I mean, when they're learning and they're learning from their perspective. Right. And so, um, and that's why, you know, I'm very supportive and you know women entrepreneurs you know women in real estate and um you know I think me and G kind of uh, resonated just because um you know how we support each other and then also um just you know how we we're growing up, how we grew up as well is kind of the same same way but um just from a guy's perspective um just to be honest with you we you know some guys don't even think that way right so they just think on how it's taught to them, but not necessarily perspective of, of the woman side. Right. So.
2: Yeah. I mean, you think about it, if that was your wife or your daughter doing it, how yeah. would you
1: feel? Exactly. Exactly. How you feel?
2: And so I think a lot of times men's perspective aren't, isn't, you know, anti, and this is the, the, the conversation we were having. Was it last night about feminism in general? Oh yeah. Mm. It's not even, you know, a, a matter of, you can't do this. It's more, we think that men think that women are less than some do, but it's just being aware and conscious of the difference in experience that women have when navigating and then just doing your best to, um, make it fair and equitable.
3: I mean, I think that's just humans in general. Like people have a really hard time understanding the experience of others and Mm -hmm. are very quick to um, belittle the experience because it's not the experience that they've had. And we see that across gender, across ethnicity, across race. Like, you know, somebody's telling you, this is my experience. And you're like, you know, right. no, it's not that bad. Right. No. So, or then to be able to have an opinion on that
2: experience.
4: Right. Right? Right? right. right. To it. Yeah. So
3: I think it's just, it's, it really is just people being people. And I think, um, for me having a previous career in dealing with large amounts of money and very small children, you learn how to coax people, you learn how to talk to them and basically, yeah. um, help them understand without belittling or without like you explain it in a way that they can't argue. Right. Like I don't want to have to go back and forth with people about what I know is true. So I'm going to explain this to you in a way that we don't have to have a further conversation about it. Right. And we can both be on the same page and move Mm -hmm. forward peacefully. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Right. Okay. I'm, I'm me, Brittany. I'm totally like that. Kalani, how, how do you do it? You're just like,
2: I don't know that I do. <laughs> I want to hear how she does this. <laughs> you deal with this.
4: <laughs> right.
2: I mean, I try. There's, I mean, space and time, but I've also, I've, I've committed to my own um, growth as a person, as an adult, a good communicator. I I mm. think I do a pretty good job with my ability to communicate, but there's just certain things that I
3: won't take on. If uh, mm-hmm. There's no way
2: I'm arguing with an
3: idiot. Okay, yeah. but the world is full of idiots. You just got to Oh no. yeah, like,
4: <laughs> I just know. Oh. Just
2: stop on like you got it. If that's what you think. Good luck with that. I'm just gonna be. Oh, I'm not gonna waste
3: really, my energy.
0: Gonna,
1: yeah, you
2: know,
1: because it's a waste of your time, right? So you you got to keep it moving.
2: I put my energy where it's needed, where it's appreciated, right. and that's into our tribe, into our members, into our work, um, and leaving the impact and legacy that I know we're gonna gonna leave.
3: So love it. I love this comment uh, that was just written about the experience of women having families and cooking and Mm -hmm. negotiating and kids. And I I think that's such a great point. When you're uh, there's a very big hustle mentality, particularly Mm, outed around male energy, male gurus, right? And not saying that we shouldn't hustle, but like, many of those men have wives that take care of everything (laughs) else, right? And so having these conversations, that is why it's really important to have diversity of thought because the experience of women and especially the mental workload that women take on, I mean – Yes. We preach giving grace like a lot to our mm. members because we are looking at our male counterparts in the same industry and wondering why we are not always where they are. Mm. And it's because we not only have a full-time job, we have a full-time job when we come home and mm. then we are starting businesses. So I really I really super love that comment. I I just wanted to acknowledge that thought. Well, yeah. I just
2: want to add a like men could never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Rule
0: yeah. hey. the world. You, I you agree. <laughs> yes. You have a wife. You yes. Have children.
1: No, we don't. No, oh, we okay. don't.
0: So I, my sorry, pets are my children. Yeah. Exactly.
2: For a baby
1: dogs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. For babies.
2: But I mean, the level of attention that it takes and the amount of um, attention required, attention to detail the skill to balance, to understand time, time blocking, scheduling, moving parts. You know, I think a lot of times men have the uh, ability to just to leave the house, go work, go focus, come home and, and have, you know, be really focused on what he's doing at that moment. Mm. Um, women's roles, we're typically caretakers. So not mm-hmm. only are we having to take care of our jobs but we're taking care of everything else home yeah. and kids and the problems and mm-hmm. i'm sure your wife takes cares takes care of things that you don't even ever see
1: no yeah. She takes care of it. yeah
2: and yeah. that's a mental that's a mental load and emotional and a very emotional tax mm-hmm. that women pay on the regular that men don't ever even see
4: mm-hmm.
2: right and so try explaining that to someone that's just like
1: Right. Well, uh-huh.
2: like I did it. You could do it. Like you know what? Right. I do way more. Right. So let's no, right. this process here.
1: No, it's it's so true. And you know, being married, um, you know, going on seven years now, that I had to recognize that too, because I was learning that there was stuff getting done that I didn't even realize was happening. And so me acknowledging that, you know, either, you know, going through counseling and and that. So just coming from that perspective is um, very important. And acknowledging that, guys, you need to acknowledge, (laughs) seriously. A little
3: acknowledgement goes a long long way. Yeah,
1: exactly. You need to acknowledge that, like so. I think that's very important, and I I know I'm still working on that, and um, I need to do that and acknowledge more. But um, it's it's helped you know you know our relationship for sure. So
2: yeah, I'm glad you we went to therapy.
1: Everyone's yeah, <laughs> hey, everybody
2: was, needs therapy,
0: man.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can talk. We can have a separate conversation about you know all of that too. Right. But I want end on
0: that conversation.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yes, for sure.
0: With a drink, baby.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think it's funny too. Um, you know, for me, I'm, I'm married as well. Um, I have a wife, and so it's a, interesting having two women as well. Is like we're dealing with a whole other dynamic, which can be a whole other conversation as well. But it's also uh being considerate of each other too. Is like we're both sharing the load in a sense and don't want to fall into the, these roles, but you know, sometimes that happens too. And so kind of having that acknowledgement and kind of going into back to ladies of the U, that was a big portion of of like, men don't understand if we're on a call talking about, yeah, we're breastfeeding our baby and on the phones like that. We have some women in the U like on the calls, um, like, you know, they're breastfeeding and they're just like, yeah, uh, what, you know, what do you want for your house? And it's just like, that's Mm -hmm. the amazing thing that women bring. Um, And there'll be babies crying and you can kind of use that as rapport as well, which, you know, Chris talks about, like, you know, just kind of roll with it. You have kids in the background. It makes you a real person. Um, But I think this is why we need groups like like this, because there's really nothing out there um, for women um, that are just really trying to make it every day. Right. So I th- think it's great that, you know, what you guys have going on, uh, and I know you guys are doing amazing things. I know you guys announced, like, you're doing an Asian collective, a syndication fund, yeah. like, syndication you know, maybe talk fund. a little yeah. bit about that.
3: Yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll take Asian collective, you take syndication? Sounds good. Okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... You know, having amassed this huge following on Clubhouse, we're almost at 60,000 followers. Um, And so we really felt like there was more that we could do to create an environment that was so desperately needed on Clubhouse. Also in the real estate, realtor, real estate agent kind of community. Um, What you kind of start to see is even though I feel like there are more women as real estate agents, there are more men in positions of leadership. Um, mm. And so we, we kind of started talking and brainstorming and um, someone from EXP approached us and, and helped us understand using that platform and how it is inherently digital and how we could work with real estate agents all across the country. And so that's what we decided to do. And it actually ended up tying into an initiative that we were already looking at or I don't know if we were already looking at it. You were looking at it. Yeah. He <laughs> your heart for a yeah. Time. So we started this initiative called um, Mission Twenty Twenty Two, and it is the. Um... This is like we've talked about it. We haven't actually put anything yeah. out
2: about this. So this. Oh. Is, like, right. Exclusive oh, okay. We right now. Talked about it <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> hey. like hey.
3: Not quite like. Hey, you
0: heard like, it here first. So exactly. Get, like, get, the,
1: get
3: the bag. <laughs> um. So, Mission 2022 is is our initiative to help 2022 transactions happen that are primarily focused on Black and Brown families and and women um, in home ownership. So, if you've ever heard me talk, I always talk about the wealth gap in our country and how it's you know such a hugely important thing that we focus on and you know tackle. And so but it's so big. It's kind of like, well, how do you do that? And so Mm -hmm. we felt like having the real estate collective and having people who were synergistically aligned with what we believe, what women in real estate believes. Aligning that with actually like taking action and working together to help develop home ownership among black and brown communities is really how we could make a dent. Like Mm -hmm. 2000 families building wealth and then hopefully their families building wealth from that. I mean, that's that's a step. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. collective. Yeah. We work with re- referral agents. We work with agents that are on our own teams. We work with um, members and women in real estate. So we kind of created this network and, and took it to the next level.
1: I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. amazing. Wow.
3: Well, so I think that that's the collective.
2: That's just one. I thing know you're the umbrella of wire, right? Right, so right. Under wire, we have a membership base. Right. And so our members consist of realtors, investors, syndicators, commercial brokers, um, wholesalers. And I mean, any and every role in real estate exists within our our membership base. And we thought, like, you know, do should we niche down? Should we? And we kept it open on purpose. And that's because the environment's a peer based environment for us to learn. Mm-hmm. And so the thought that just being a real estate agent, you know, your career stops right there. Like no one's a, a real estate agent. To be a real estate agent forever. No one's a wholesaler <laughs> to be a wholesaler forever. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. Enough so capital to to create wealth for yourself and your family and for absolutely family, whatever that looks like. And so we figured, you know, creating this membership base would create a really nice meeting of the minds. And now our members are, I mean, hotel and motel owners and people investing together, doing deals together, referring deals together from all across the country. I have this problem, who can I tap in with? Or I have this client, who can I you know, refer them to over here. And we, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. Um, And so under the membership umbrella or the membership portion of WIRE, not only do you get that peer-based support and connectivity and network, you also get a lot of education. So we've had guests come in, do workshops, classes, series on tax strategy and legacy planning, um, business credit, Lending at yeah, yeah every week we've got like something else and something new that folks are learning from uh, coach Chris has been on there uh, mm-hmm. a couple of times and so we're constantly bringing education to the platform, so then our members are able to take what they learn apply it and and really kind of graduate to that next level. Um, which takes us to the next point is if, well, if they're licensed, they can join our collective. Um, But the goal is to raise enough capital to be an investor. So if you're looking to invest at that point, how do you become an accredited investor? Exactly. And then invest in the women in real estate fund that is going to be launching toward the end of the year, where we are going to exclusively invest in women and minority led projects.
1: I love that. I love that.
3: And, and we didn't talk about <laughs> chapters because the oh, other God. thing is like we, so much. Yeah. we do have a lot, but it's all synergistic, right? And mm-hmm. and so right. we were kind of like how it can't just be us, right? That's something we've been really, really intentional about. It cannot be about just Brittany and Keilani It cannot be about um, just one individual person or one individual thing. It is about the, the community at large. So we were we did a pop up tour last year. We went to all of these states. We met all these amazing people. It was mm-hmm. it was incredible. And we kept hearing like, well, when are you coming back? When are we? Co- when are you coming back? And we we're like, we don't need here to be you here. Don't right. Us. Right, <laughs> right, right,
1: right, right.
3: So we started to tap into folks all across the country that we felt like we're really strong leaders in their communities and, and who loved wire and embodied wire and started helping them launch their own chapters. At the end of the month, we're in Chicago. um, And then right after in Dallas for some chapter meetups, and that's really taking a life of its own. So it's really about, you know, it's all about synergy and mm-hmm. empowerment and education.
2: Well, and too, I think things, the resources that you need on a local level are different, right? Yeah. So I, can, yeah. I can teach an agent to do one thing, but that's what I've learned in my market. And, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm licensed in a couple of different states. If that's not in Illinois where people are in Chicago and they need to incorporate, you know, real estate attorneys and tax attorneys on every single transaction Absolutely. Help them with that. So it's creating more synergy from on a hyper local level and allowing them to um, connect and do more business that way. So,
1: yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that.
0: That's so amazing. I mean, so even for, you, for
2: Claudia,
1: yeah, there I, you go. In, I was.
2: Don't exclude. Tim, you can come here. <laughs>
1: hey, I'll tag along. You well, know, first. no, I'm always there to support. I was going to yeah, ask here. when the West Coast going to, you know, pop off. So, okay,
0: right, right. Do we have a West Coast chapter? Because that was one thing with the U2 is like we had to break up because it's, you can't just have one big meeting like, you know, where we're in different markets. Yeah. And even then, like our, um, so we formed like a West Coast group that's all basically all of Cali, maybe some other uh, states. Uh, Mm -hmm. And we realized like that was really vital because Cali, we can't compare people in the Cali markets to people in the Southeast. You know, Mm -hmm. it's so different. different. And the clientele is different. If I'm calling somebody from the Bay area, they're they're so, it's such a different customer. Like they're, they're sophisticated. They know what they're talking about. They're educated. So you have to come with your, you know, whatever you got. Uh, So it was really important to kind of form these groups. And I think, that's great, uh, you know, what you guys are doing. It's kind of aligns with my my, um, my goals, like ultimate goals with, like, where I want to reach with real estate, which is building, developing communities for people of color, uh, minorities, whatever the case may be. And, like, I think that's why I love real estate is, like, you can go in so many directions uh, and you kind of have the power. And you, if you have the community behind you, you can really do anything. So, uh, yeah, sign me up. We'll, we'll set up a West Coast chapter if it's not there already. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's
1: it. I love okay. the um, syndication route. I mean, um, one of the last deals I had was a syndication route. So I was uh, able to partner up with a family office. So that's another side of my business is where, and my business partner, she's, you know, um, she manages her, their family's um, wealth. Right. And um, so it was it it was a great thing because for me, I had to have a deal and then I actually approached um, her on that particular apartment deal. And then we kind of bonded and, um, be able to do for me to do bigger deals. Right. And she's been in, in an industry and she's like a powerhouse just within the investment um, real estate investment field for a long time and growing her family well. So just learning from her um, about doing, you know, $2 million deals and more. So it's, it's been an amazing journey for that, but I love that you guys are doing that and having the opportunity to support other women and women of color to, you know, invest in these properties. And even, um, you know, Brittany, I know you're getting into development as well, too. So, um, you know, having your your own build the block, right? You know, for for women. And and I, I love that as well, too. so
3: Yeah, it's definitely been a journey. It's been a lot of education, a lot of education, and then bringing those resources to, to our communities.
2: I feel like the journey just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't end. There's always, it's about evol- real estate's evolving so quickly and so yeah. rapidly. People's access to information um, is, it's everything, it's getting more accessible. So what we do know, though, is that women and people of color have um, issues with access to funding. Mm, so yeah. Yes, are,
1: it's huge, yeah
2: our goal to kind of help mitigate that in ways that we can that make Mm it that make it make sense and then be sophisticated enough to invest in good projects ones that we trust, exactly provide good returns we're not just doing it because it sounds good we're really trying to fundamentally invest um strategically and and well
3: and i think part of that is because there's a there's a level of responsibility that we have, right? Mm-hmm. Especially being champions of women and, and being women of color. Um, you know, there's a, there's a very popular saying, like, you got to be twice as good, right? Like, you, right. Can't, you can't mess up. Right. You cannot mess up because you are a representation of everyone who looks like you. And that's unfortunate, but it's the reality. And so we're very... Um, very conscientious about the mm-hmm. decisions that we make, about the projects we take on, about the people we recommend, um, because any misstep can be used to tout as a as a slight towards everyone who looks like us.
4: Right.
0: Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can totally relate to that, even um, in the technology space, where it's like. Women of color are, are there's like a different standard. It's it's crazy if you compare it to any other um, group, and That's it's so like why it is, is that? Women. Okay, yeah, the white, <laughs> the white the white women. <laughs> I we love it. Above. Yeah, we're oh, giving we you hundred. Oh, yeah, are. we are. Thank, yep.
4: thank you. Thank and you. And
2: it's no slight. Again, it's what's in, been inherently taught and acceptable. Right. Right. And right. so some of our greatest allies are white women. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But. There are also some that don't recognize that there is um, some unconscious bias that lies within that too. Right. Absolutely. And that's yeah. just the reality.
0: It's true. And you um, uh, just think, like, why is that? And it's like, what, what can we do as a community to, because it shouldn't be our responsibility to educate them. Like, we'll provide the resources, but you take the time and figure yourself out. Um, I shouldn't have to be educating you on, mm-hmm. you know, that what's what's right from wrong and um, why, you know, you're out of step. Um, so I, I think in, anywhere you go from the moment I step out the door, it's like I I, I run into mm-hmm. these these challenges. Um, and I, I think building the community like you guys did just is really just just the beginning. Uh, and I'm I'm really excited. I'm, I'm hella pumped up. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. And
2: that's what we hope to to do is just, if anything, create um, the support so that you're not discouraged. Right. You right. Know, and that you can feel like you can keep going. This is something that you can't handle, that you can navigate and not navigate blindly. Mm-hmm. Right. So, now I'm getting into this space. So, Tim, you're like, I'm in syndication now. I'm working mm-hmm. with this family office. Did you have someone? to go back to and ask for help and advice and
3: guidance. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot Mm -hmm. of women
2: don't have that.
4: Right. Right. And there's
3: just no replacement for being able to pick up the phone and no, number one, know that the person you're calling is going to answer and give you the answer to whatever it is that you're facing. I mean, there's no course, there's no, there's no nothing that can replace that um, a level of access, and that's what we give our members. And that's right. it's funny that you say that because I think a lot of times when people are like, well, "What exactly is
2: Wire? What do you do? What do you sell? Like, what is it?" Right. What do you remember, like, support motherfucker. Like, yeah. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> I know that sounds weird to some people, but right. that's what it is.
1: But no, that is so true because, like, no matter what business you start, you are an entrepreneur and you're going at it alone. Like there is right. no, like, I don't care if you're in tech or whatever, inventing something new, going into real estate, you usually have, you're just you or you have a business partner, right? And right. you kind of go through that alone. There's no one you can ask to say, hey, that you just got to figure it out, right? So um, having a support group and having people that you can lean on that actually push you to get to where you want to go and is... Um, one step further ahead of someone that just started, you know, the same time you did. So, so I I love that.
0: Yeah. And I think we're raised to, you know, growing up in an education system, which again, can be a whole other conversation. And like, we're taught, like, don't collaborate, you know, you got to take tests on your own. Uh, We're we're built to be workers. Um, That's what's instilled in us and and being a woman. Yeah. And being a woman it's like just thinking back 40 years ago, there used to be classes on being a housewife. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. which is insane. Um, And so to we've come a long way, but we still have a long ways to go. But like to to break out of that shell of like collaboration. like you're not alone. you don't have to go through this alone. you have resources. And this is why I want to uh, have these sort of uh, conversations so that any woman that lands on this uh, this page or on our uh, podcast can be like, okay, I'm gonna hit up the wire and uh, you know I know who I can reach that uh, somebody I trust or at least knows right. what what they're doing and they're doing something good.
2: I have a question. Yes, yes. find me a little controversial. Uh, but you just said cl- there used to be classes on like how to be a house. Yes. The level of responsibility that men had then I think is also different. Like your mm. you class to be a house. Okay. First of all, it's like wrong in so many different it's yeah. Right, <laughs> <Exactly>.
4: <laughs> Right. Totally. Well,
2: what were husbands expected to do back then that they're not doing today? Like I wish I would be trained to, be a housewife and then be asked to go 50 50 like not only are you right getting, right,
0: uh, right
2: together right. And you're raising these kids but you also need to add to the bank account and you also need to grow the business and you also need to do all these things like that's the reality mm. of being a woman now it's like that's what conversations are like mm-hmm. i just i realized like how, little what little are little. what are men being taught tim what yeah. What's up, ten?
1: Hey, um, you know, I grew up different. <laughs> like,
2: because I can't speak for men.
1: No, no, it, it's a good question because I think um, you know I grew up different, like where you know both. Uh, parents actually had to work, right? And I was a latchkey kid, so I'm, I'm dating myself with that term. I understand that. So, for people that don't know that term, I was left a ho- alone at home after school when
4: oh, my parents both back
0: in the 90s. yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So,
1: so it, it was a situation where um, you know they both worked, and that kind of really kind of ingrained in me that you know you both contribute and you both had to do things but you know i my mom was uh asian so she was korean and so um there's another cultural thing as well yeah. too on yeah. how um you know i guess women in the household were at, at that point and she grew up Totally different, but she grew up in in a way where um, it was a uh, you know serving um, the the man in in that regard, right? Um, and always doing that and eat, uh, cooking for for the family and all of that. But at the same time, it was like she put in the work as well. So mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of dynamic there. But I know. I didn't, there was no class on how to be a husband. I mean, like I, yeah, so, um, and we still messed that up. Like, you know, (laughs) so, you know, we, we may need a class on that. So it's it's a situation where, um, I totally, um, I'm in awe of my, my wife really just because she, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's a rock star. She's a badass. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's an attorney and, um, you know, right now she's doing like pro tem work and stuff, so uh, temporary judge, and so she's she's an amazing person, and she holds her own because um, she does stuff around the house and and um, and like you said, stuff that I don't see, right? And so, um, like, you know, we had she had gone through a situation where she was sick for a while. And um, me and her family had to take care of her. And then when she got better, um, you know, it was uh, kind of getting into our marriage and, and really finding out, you know, how we work together and how we live together. And um, so that that situation was um, hard. So that's how we went into the counseling and mm-hmm. um, and kind of learned how our roles together um made sense. Right. It wasn't like a hierarchy. It wasn't, you know, um, I had to kind of relearn. um, That's my dog. So don't worry about that. (laughs) um, No. So, yeah, exactly. So I just had to relearn how to um, kind of be a husband and how to support and then how to, you know, she's, um, you know, like a personality. So Mm -hmm. it's a situation where how do I support, her in a way without my ego, right? And um and step back and let her shine, you know? So um and those things a, a lot of guys it's it's ego, right? They they get their pride into it and they they get hurt easily. Um and
2: Which is and so that, interesting, right? Yeah. So interesting, yeah. So quickly, but you're so but you're so tough. Like
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it, So it's, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of room to work. Um, I know on, um, this side, especially, um, learning from, I I think just honestly, a lot of guys have problems with learning from women. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I throw that out there. Um, and I've been always, I don't care where the education comes from. Um, I've had, you know, mentors that were women, so it doesn't, bother me but you know on a you know if we're keeping a hundred there's guys that won't you know learn from oh, yeah. Yeah. a woman right and, yeah and you know and the, I don't know is because of how they're raised or it, you know they don't feel that they're credible or not but um, that's out there right and um, yeah. it, but it, it's a situation where hey uh, like you like you said you got to keep it moving. Like don't mess with those people. Just keep on moving.
2: Right. Yeah. They're not helping you move the needle then. No. Right. No. That's facts. Well, good for you, so, Tim, for doing that that kind of work and being like introspective and being okay with saying I need to learn and do better. Sounds yeah. like you hit the jackpot, your wife sounds dope.
1: Oh, she's yeah. I'm I'm very lucky, so. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. Super lucky.
2: Yeah. My life yeah, think- talk about me like that. I don't want to.
0: Uh, (laughs) You're all too, too good to be true. I don't know. (laughs) No, it's true though. Like it's a marriage is, is a whole other ball game of like communication. And I mean, I could say the same um, for, for my wife too, is um, she's a more of the person that likes to also keep things tidy and clean. And I was raised in a Hispanic again, as I mentioned, and I was like, my, my grandmother raised me and she was always cooking and always told me like you have to do this you have to do it, like that way and i was like nope i want to play sports i was i was i was a tomboy of like i want to get my 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 pants i'd come home like yep. grass stains and my grandma would be like what are you doing and, <laughs> uh, and um she was also a baptist so i was raised in the baptist church it's just yeah uh, you know a whole other thing so it's like um I dealt with a lot of hate for myself um, mm-hmm. being in the closet as as well. Like I, I didn't feel comfortable being myself until I was like nineteen. I didn't come out till till then, uh, and but even then it was like the clash of that. So uh, I was always so always against like you know I kept myself tidy, but I'm not you know one of those clean freaks. Uh, but like my wife, she does so much as well like around the house, and sometimes she's like can you get out of your room and like help me out here? And of course, like I will, but there's also that dynamic with starting a, a business and also like juggling a nine to five and also like mm-hmm. balancing a marriage that it's just so it, it takes an adjustment where you have to like reset and be like, hold up. Like, let me, you know, I got my priorities all mixed up. And um, I think women, you know, take the brunt of that a lot. Um, yeah. Like, like we talked about and it's just like, um, I, I think this is why, again, it's important to have these, these specific groups, somebody you can go to. And Tim and I will have one hour conversations talking about life, marriage, you kind of need that, you know, somebody to kind of be like, am I, was I out of the pocket?
4: Right. okay, yeah. <laughs> I okay. I
0: mean, okay. <laughs> Right. For sure. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not married. I can't,
2: I can't speak to the breadth of the I guess the work that is required to maintain, but I can only imagine like wanting to make, having to prioritize that person, like that relationship is just as important, if not the most important thing so that everything else in your life can make sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it it goes back to the support of that too, is like supporting each other in your professions. Right. And, um, and then, you know, the quality of time with each other, right? And so I think Claudia and I talk about this a lot. And, um, and being married is that how do we balance the work with the married life, right? And, um,
2: and, how, and... so how do you guys
0: do it? I want to know. <laughs> You're like asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like when I started my business, like things definitely went lopsided where... It was it was there was lots of tension um, and it, it was a lot. So I, I always give my wife props because she dealt with a lot. And even before I started a business and when how I got into tech, I used to work uh, as nonprofit and run after school programs. So I worked with kids a lot. And I was like, I can't live in Cali and live off this, this salary. Um, yeah. I was like, I got to make a change. So I quit my job. And it was, right, it was a year into our marriage, and I ha- we had to adjust that. And she, again, took the brunt. So I always, like, give her so much props because she is so strong in, like, dealing with it. And she goes back, she's like, don't ever do that shit again. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like gave you great you know, I no, yeah. No, she's like – and so when I started business, she's like, you're not quitting your job, are you? I was like, no, I'm going to, you know, figure it out. But, you know, it's come with its challenges, and I think sometimes you need a reset. And be like, okay, what what are my priorities? Of course, my marriage is. Uh, and sometimes you don't get it right. There's going to be days and yeah. time where it's like you're out of whack and you have to reset. Um, but o- always uh, having the ultimate goal, where it's like, you know, my marriage is my my happy place. Um, and and you know, take it like that. But it's it's not it's not easy. There's no like a uh, book of instructions to mm-hmm. kind of help you out. You just kind of learn yeah. as you go.
4: Yeah,
1: definitely. It's a it's an ongoing thing. It's that I we have haven't figured it out totally yet. I mean it's just an ongoing uh, situation where we're st- it's a still a balancing act, right? But um, we've we've learned to well, I've learned to um, try to be more. You know, thoughtful of that, right, and mm-hmm. uh, what that time commitment is, and sometimes I don't get it right, I mean, sometimes I work too much, or I'm on the computer, while we're supposed to have, you know, uh, quality, quality time, time. <laughs> right, and check the phone, or be on social media, or whatever the case may be, it's just like, ugh, you know, I, I look back, and I'm like, oh, man, I messed up on that one, so, yeah, so it's just learn, constantly learning, so,
0: yeah, and just being, uh, when you're obsessed with something too, like real estate, once I like really found it, I was like, oh my God, it's a playground. Like, you know, I want to be all up in it and, um, you know, having, it's important to have that time to like, just focus, but, um, you really have to share that out and really be intentional with your time. Uh, that's probably the best advice I, I can give you. Um, but we're up at the hour. I can't believe it's already been an hour. I know, um, right? I know. yeah, so I want, um, yeah. Maybe to end it, like I'll, I'll leave you guys with this to kind of think about, mm-hmm. um, you know, something you want to leave the audience with, like uh, especially for the women watching uh, or maybe new to real estate or just getting their business started. Like what what, what do you want to each leave them with? Um, and while you guys think about that, you guys, if you have any questions, please, uh, you know, feel free to put them in the chat and uh, we'll try to maybe answer one or two Um but appreciate you guys sticking sticking around. Yeah. Um, most
2: definitely. No, oh, thank you for having us. First of all, this yeah. is really fun. It was fun. It was really
3: fun. Um, you want to go first? Yeah. Um find your tribe. Mm. I mean, whether it's with the women in real estate or not, I mean, just find the people who really pour into you, who love you, who support you, who are going to push you into purpose. Um, that's number one. Like if you could do that, everything else falls into place, really. Yeah. Um, I think for me, and
2: I probably sound like a broken record if you've heard me before, but it's really how passionate, what I'm passionate about. Um, we're women of faith. We, everything mm-hmm. that we do, I mean, is it's, it's faith-based. We were asked one time what our business strategy is and it was like, well, we just, blew up on the internet. We didn't have one. (laughs) So our strategy is faith. Uh, That's what that looks like for us. Um, But through that, uh, we did a lot of work to set this up strategically Mm -hmm. um, in ways that aligned with our purpose. So if I could give anyone any advice at all, or if I want, if, if you were taking anything away from this is to be very clear In what your purpose is, why you exist on this planet, why you take up space in the world. Get clear on what your purpose is and use that um, in everything that you do, in your personal relationships, in your business relationships. Be clear um, on who you are, what you're intended to do. And I promise you, things will change for you, especially if you're stuck, right? Like if you're stuck, you don't know really what I'm what I'm doing, how, what's next, whatever the case may be. When you can really get into alignment, all of those questions get answered um, a lot more, a mm. lot more easy, I guess.
3: And I'll also add, give yourself grace if, you, if mm. it takes a while to get there. It's a hard, that's a hard question to answer. It took us a while to get there. A long time. Mm. Yeah, And it took a lot of, of like searching and changing and growing mm-hmm. and, you know, failing. Thinking, yeah, mm. like yeah. You know, I I would just say, give yourself grace. It's going back to the journey analogy. It's not. It doesn't end, right? Right.
4: Yeah. yeah. But
3: everything that you've been through, makes you who you are today. Mm. Everything. Yeah. Every yeah.
2: stupid little yeah. thing you hated. I always say every, that. Every person you wasted time on in the past. It's every there's a lesson in all of it, and it all. Has created who you are right now.
1: So true, so
2: true. And so utilize that. There's no shame in that.
3: There, and be grateful for it. Yeah, like, right. Be centered and sit in gratitude wherever you are in your life. I mean, that is happiness. Like you will be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. We could so no. don't. If we want to start, let's we'll start, start preaching. Right.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh,
1: I I love it. Let's it. go,
0: let's go. We need to talk <laughs> to you guys
1: on a regular, seriously. I know,
0: we need to have a I mean, weekly like... check-in <laughs> with, with you too. we we'll um, we'll <laughs> right oh, 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 hell yeah, hell yeah. There hell you yeah. Go. That's, that's mm-hmm. the way. Uh, how can everybody on here reach you uh, and learn more about The Wire? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, before we head out.
2: This is um, obviously our handles on Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow us there. But, oh, you know what? I learned you taught me how to rename Let's yeah. rename. Um, you guys can f- visit our official website, which is Join women
3: And in real our estate. Instagram, like you'll see our Instagram tagged in a bunch of stuff. Uh, so our personal Instagrams get tagged in our business Instagram at join.women.in. estate women.in.realestate. Um, but this one right here that's our website and that okay. gives you like a whole bunch of information about how to sign up to be a realtor in our collective or referral how agent how to become a member whatever how to yeah. invest in syndication Um, love it. interest for investing in syndication it has everything yeah.
0: guys tap tap in women yes. in real estate.com ladies
3: this join women in real
0: <laughs> what she said what she said oh yeah wait. there you go it's my my camera and i'm like i got to go around <laughs> there you join go join estate.com. it's been so fun I'm oh my so gosh glad that you have
2: to come on and support anything that y'all need you let
0: us know Absolutely. yes and we'll, we'll we're signing up for sure we
1: appreciate it
0: wire <laughs> oh, <our laughs> that man that's, that's appreciate the it. hey it yay well hey. you guys have a great day everybody check in with us every wednesday 8 a.m pacific 11 a.m eastern we'll catch That's you guys it. on the next one thank thank you. appreciate it thank you bye